We'll go back to part two of today's podcast. Right now, we're watching um, some changes in Android with Android Q. They just announced, uh, which we already knew from leaks, that um, Android Q will actually have dark theme, which is accessible by either in the tile itself or by uh, selecting battery saver mode, which will then initiate dark mode system-wide. That is a good thing because that is one of the biggest um, one of the biggest things that people kind of point out that Android wasn't very secure compared to iOS. But to see this now should put some minds at ease. Okay, that's actually pretty nice. Location data is very important. A lot of people kind of forget about that. That is nifty. So now there's actually going to be three options to select when allowing uh, your location to be shared. Of course, the usual all the time or deny and then there will be one only for the use of the app once the app is closed location sharing is turned off that is nifty and it's about freaking time that android got that Oh, thank you. OS modules updatable directly over the air. So now these can be updated individually as soon as they are available and without a reboot of the device. Okay, finally. Something that we definitely needed for a long time. Technical challenge. We're updating these in the background the same way we're updating Google Apps. It's easier for our partners with whom we're working closely, but more importantly, it's much better for you. You can learn more about this at the session, What's New in Android. Now, there's one more thing that's changed since the early days of Android. Now, people carry smartphones everywhere because they're really helpful. But we're also spending a lot of time on phones. And people tell us sometimes they wish they'd spent more time on other things. 
We want to help people find balance and digital well-being. And yes, sometimes this means making it easier to put your device away entirely and focus on the times that really matter. That's why last year we launched digital well-being tools with dashboards, app timers, flip to shush, okay. and wind down to help you set the phone down and get to sleep at night. And these tools are really helping. App timers help users stick to their goals over 90% of the time. And users of wind down had a 27% drop in nighttime usage. If you're not using these already, I would really recommend them. But this year, we want to help even more with distraction. A lot of times, I just want to sit down and focus to get something done. And when I'm trying to do this, like working, maybe it's studying for you, I don't want email or anything else to distract me. And that's why we've created a new mode for Android. It's called Focus Mode. Hmm. When I this is going to be interesting. Mode, I can select the apps that I find distracting. For me, that's email, news. So now they're turned off and I can really get to work. Those apps that distract me are disabled. But I can still keep text because it's important to me that my family can always get a hold of me. Until I come out of Focus Mode. And then everything is back. Focus Mode is coming to devices on P and Q this fall. All right. That's going to be really helpful. Now, finally, I want to talk about families. For 84% of us parents, technology use by our kids is a top concern. In the U.S., the average age of kids getting phones is now eight. In Q, families' parental controls will be my eight-year-old has a phone. Settings of the device. So, when you set up a device for someone in your family, Family Link will help connect it to a parent and you can review any apps that your child wants to install. After that, you can set daily screen time limits. You can check where are the apps where my kids are spending time. And you can set a device bedtime so your kids can disconnect and get to sleep. There we go. And now in Android Q, you can set time limits on specific apps. And when your child hits that device bedtime, if you want to give them just five more minutes, now we have bonus time. Oh, wow. Yes. That's actually pretty now, neat. There's a ton more in Q that we don't have time to cover. A ton. Everything from streaming media to hearing aids to better connectivity to new gesture UI and more. So today I'm excited to announce that Q Beta 3 is available on 21 devices. That is 12 OEMs plus all pixels. That is specifically that new. Is more than double last year. We hope you head over to the link to get it on your phone because we would love to have you try it out. And now I will hand it over to Rick. Thank you very much. It has a camera and a larger 10 inch display. So right now they're talking about the, the Nest Hub Max. Hub Max pulls together your connected devices together into a home view dashboard where you can see your Nest cams, you can switch on lights, control your music, and adjust your thermostat. Hub Max also supports thread. So just like Nest Connect, it communicates directly with thread-supported devices that need a low-power connection, like door locks or motion sensors. And we've designed Hub Max with an incredibly helpful camera. If you want to know what's going on in your home, you can choose to use it like a Nest Cam. You can turn it on when you're away from home. You can check on things right from the Nest app in your phone. And just like a Nest Cam, it's easy to see your event history enable home and away assist, and you also get a notification if the camera detects any motion or sees someone it doesn't recognize in your home. Oh, okay. Now, video calling is easy, too, with Google Duo. 
The camera has a wide-angle lens, and it automatically adjusts to keep you centered in the frame. You can chat with any iOS or Android device, that was actually pretty neat. So in the demo of it on a duo call, the guy walks away from the breakfast bar to go to the kitchen and the camera zooms and follows him to that refrigerator. That's actually pretty neat because it keeps you center focus. Nothing is streamed or recorded unless you intentionally enable it. And you'll always know when the camera's on with a green indicator light. You have multiple controls to disable camera features and a physical switch on the back electrically disconnects the camera and the microphones. That's cool for people that are paranoid a little bit. <laughs> that beats having to put tape over the camera. Getting all that sticky glue residue on the camera lens. Hubmax is designed to be used by multiple people in your home and provide everyone with the help they need in a personalized way. Now to help with that, we've offered users the choice to enable voice match so the assistant can recognize your voice and respond directly to you. But today we're also extending the options to personalize using the camera with a feature we call Face Match. For each person in your family that chooses to turn it on, the assistant guides you through a process of creating a face model, which is then encrypted and stored on the device. Then, whenever you walk in front of the camera, HubMax recognizes you and shows just your information and not anyone else's. Face matches facial recognition technology is processed locally on the device using on-device machine learning, so the camera data never leaves the device. And in the morning, I can walk into the kitchen, and the assistant knows to greet me with my calendar, my commuting details, the weather, and any other information I need to start my day. And when I get home, HubMax welcomes me home with any reminders that might be waiting for me. And the assistant offers personalized recommendations for music and TV shows, and I can even see if anyone's left me a video message. One of my favorite things about HubMax is that it's a great digital photo frame. No matter what kind of day I'm having, nothing makes me feel better than seeing some of my favorite memories on this beautiful screen. And the Google Photos integration makes this whole process really simple. I can select my family and friends, and HubMax displays the best photos of them from years ago or from earlier today. And now, with a simple voice command, sharing my favorite shots is easier than ever. The big screen also makes HubMax the kitchen TV you've always wanted. Here we go. YouTube. Or if you need help deciding, just ask the assistant to pull up our new on-screen guide. Subtle changes I'm noticing. Subtle changes and and subtle subtle upgrades. Nothing nothing too huge with Google Home, except for that this device has a camera, which the um, Google Home Hub wasn't, uh, to me, it wasn't ideal. I wanted to get one, but it wasn't ideal because it didn't have that that front camera, which would have been perfect for duo calls. You just raise your hand. Wow. The demo showed that the girl was cooking and playing music from her her uh, Nest Hub Max. Phone call came in. She raised her hand where the camera could see it, and it it uh, dimmed the audio so she could take the call. Smart home controller, a TV for your kitchen, a great digital photo frame, an indoor camera, and it's perfect for video calling. All 
this will be available on Nest Hub Max later $229 for the Nest Hub Max. And I was assuming they were going to actually have a price tag of like 499 So that's crazy insane. We're lowering the price of the original Nest Hub from $149 to $129. Oh, $20 difference. It's availability to 12 new markets and supporting nine new languages. Well, let's take a quick intermission break. Here we go. It's time for the Pixel. And I love talking about Pixel. I want to talk about our work to bring a more helpful smartphone experience to more people. A core element of Google's mission is to make technology more available and accessible for everyone. And Sundar said it earlier, we need to ensure that technology benefits the many, not just the few. But there's been a really troubling trend in the smartphone industry. To support the latest technologies, everyone's high-end phones are getting more and more expensive. Pixel 3a. To see if we can optimize our software and AI to work great on more affordable hardware. So we can deliver these high-end experiences at a more accessible price point. I want to introduce you to the newest members of the Pixel family. Google Pixel 3a and 3a Excel, Designed to deliver premium features at a price people will love. I have to applaud this. This was much needed. Capabilities and performance you'd expect from a premium device, which is why we branded them Pixel. They start at just $399. It's about half the price, half the price of typical flagship phones. And I want to introduce Sabrina to tell you more about how we did it. All right, we're about to find out the specs. Delivering premium features with high performance on a phone at this price point. It's been a huge engineering challenge, and I'm really proud of what our team has been able to accomplish with Pixel 3a. So let's start with the design. Pixel 3a follows the design language of the Pixel family, the familiar two-tone look, smooth finish, and ergonomic unibody design. It feels good in your hand, and it looks Beautiful. Pixel 3a comes in three colors, just black, clearly white, and a new color, purple-ish. That is how purple-ish. <laughs> Everything looks amazing on the vibrant OLED display, and your music, your podcasts, they sound great in premium stereo sound. Pixel 3a supports Bluetooth 5.0 and USB-C digital audio, and we've also included a 3.5 millimeter audio jack. <laughs> you don't have to rely on the dongle. Some people want more headphone options. But what Pixel is really known for is its incredible camera. And with software optimizations, we found a way to bring our exclusive camera features and our industry leading image quality into Pixel 3a. So photos look stunning in any light. What other smartphone cameras try to do with expensive hardware? We can deliver with software and AI, including high-end computational photography. Mm. So here's what that means. Pixel 3a can take amazing photos in low light with night sight. 
<laughs> they just showed a demo. The iPhone X photo versus the Pixel 3a with Night Sight. We've also enabled Pixel's portrait mode on both the front and rear cameras. And our SuperRes Zoom applies computational photography, so you can get closer to your subject while still maintaining a high degree of resolution. And all of your beautiful photos are backed up for free in high quality with Google Photos. One thing they didn't tell you is the limitation of how long you could do that, and I believe it's two years. Pixel 3A also has the helpful features you'd expect in a Pixel. Just squeeze the sides of your phone to bring up the Google Assistant. So it has a squeeze We're gesture. That's nice. Pixel 3A to help manage your phone calls, too. I'm pretty sure we all hate getting robocalls. And Call Screen uses Google speech recognition and natural language processing to help you filter out those unwanted calls. It's already screening millions of them. Now, you might remember last year, we shared our vision for using AR in Google Maps. Starting today on Pixel phones, when you use walking directions, instead of staring at that blue dot on your phone, <laughs> you're going to see arrows in the real world to tell you... Oh my, wow. <laughs> I'm definitely going to mess with that today. And we're really excited for Pixel users to experience this early preview. Battery life. Features on the smartphone. It makes sense. People need to know that their phone won't quit on them before the end of their day. Pixel 3a has adaptive battery. Uses machine learning to optimize based on how you use your phone. So you can get up to 30 hours on a single charge. What? And with the included 18-watt charger, you'll get up to seven hours of battery life with just 15 minutes of charging. Pixel 3 doesn't compromise on security either. It's got the same comprehensive approach. That's a bold statement, 30 hours. On the hardware side, our Titan M security chip protects your sensitive data on the device, like login credentials, disk encryption, app data, and OS integrity. On the software side, you get the latest Google security patches and updates for three years, including Android Q this summer. So instead of getting slower and less secure over time, your Pixel gets better with every update. We think this hybrid approach provides the strongest data protection. And in a recent Gartner report, Pixel scored the highest for built-in security among smartphones. These statistics to me are just, just not worth mentioning. I don't know. That's just me. Pixel experience. And we're proud to make it available and affordable to more people around the world. Verizon's been a great partner over the past two and a half years in the U.S. And we're excited to be partnering with them again for the launch of Pixel 3a. And... For the first time, we're expanding our U.S. carrier partnerships. So the Google Fi, T-Mobile, U.S. Cellular, and Sprint. T-Mobile, Sprint, and U.S. Cellular. You can also get Pixel 3a from the Google Store and use it on any U.S. carrier, including Google Fi and AT&T. So you could buy, you could buy it from the Google Store and use it on AT&T, but it will not be distributed through AT&T. Today. You can find more details online at the Google Store 
We're really excited to have you try it out. Next, Jeff will tell you about our efforts in Google AI. But first, here's a quick look at our new Pixel. Oh, I guess now Pixel really is going after the iPhone. That was nice. Well, let's take an intermission break, guys.